0: He who saves one life saves the world entire, and the most important life to save is your own. After all, it's the place where you have the most power. So join shadow worker and trauma therapist Laura Giles each week on It's Not You, It's Me. We'll uncover what's in shadow and learn the things you need so you can heal yourself, grow yourself, know yourself love yourself be yourself and share yourself if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired it's time to drop the self-sabotage and limiting beliefs a healthy abundant connected life is an option choose it subscribe and let's start manifesting it
1: Happy Halloween! That Scorpio new moon partial eclipse was something, wasn't it? Scorpio is shadow energy, and if you don't know what you want, can't get what you want, or are sabotaging yourself from having or keeping what you want, you've got something in shadow that's standing in the way of success. And today, I'm gonna help you see what that thing is so you can let it go. Hi, I'm Laura Giles. Thanks for being here. If my podcast helps or entertains you, please give a little back by liking, sharing, subscribing, or reviewing the podcast as it helps my ratings so others can find us more easily. Thanks. So what am I talking about? What's a shadow? Actually, it's a pretty big buzzword that's making the rounds in the self-help psychology and spiritual communities, but the idea has been around for at least a hundred years. To keep it simple, A shadow just means the things you can't see. So anything that is not obvious or known to you is in shadow. It's typically something unpleasant, but not always. So raise your hand if you've ever been cheated on or and were the last to know. That's probably most of us, right? (laughs) So that was me a long time ago. It was a normal day like any other. The sun's shining. I'm in a good mood doing my thing and the phone rings. I go to the kitchen to pick it up, and this is back in the days before everybody had a cell phone. There's this woman on the line speaking words nobody ever wants to hear. And even though it's the last thing I would have suspected just a moment before, I didn't need any convincing to know that what she was telling me was true. Why? Because we always know. We're all connected. You, me, Einstein, Elvis, President Biden, The little girl who's sitting in the kindergarten class right now, we're all connected. We are each within each other, so whatever you know is knowable. What I know is also knowable. Everything's knowable if we just tune in and pay attention. This is why I don't lie. I don't think we ever really get away with anything, so why bother lying? Anyway, once she tells me all the details, I look back at all the evidence I overlooked. When you love someone, you want them to love you back you want to believe that all the loving things they say are true so you give them the benefit of the doubt. You write off the red flags as meaningless so you can keep on living the fantasy because the pain is too hard to bear and that's exactly what I did until I couldn't do it anymore. We're often presented with little pings of information that we find unpleasant or painful. When we shove it down into shadow it's not gone. It's still full of all the emotions that we didn't feel The more we push it down, the more power we give it. So it turns into physical pain, anxiety, or depression, and we don't know why. We don't know why what we say, you know, like, if you want to go back to school, but you don't sign up for classes, or your job bores you to tears, but you don't look for another one. We're overweight, depressed, and look like we just rolled out of bed most days. And it's like we barely notice. That's the shadow stuff. For me, it was anger. I wasn't as easygoing as I used to be. I wasn't horrible, but I wasn't myself. I would get upset faster and stay upset a little longer. My tone wasn't as perky and warm as it used to be. So, Looking back now, I can see it, but I couldn't then. That's not how I see myself. That's not who I want to be. So when it all came out, I said I was taken by surprise, but was I really? Not really. So if you want to see your shadow, the first thing you have to do is stop lying to yourself. My ex didn't get away with it because he was such a good liar. He did lie, but I bought the lie. Our bodies don't lie. Our bodies know, and mine ignored it because I didn't want to lose him. I didn't want my life to change. I didn't want to go through that heartache and grief, so I just denied the whole thing until I couldn't deny it anymore. So if you wanna see your shadow, you're going to have to practice what I call radical honesty. Yes, we wanna give people the benefit of the doubt. We don't wanna be on high alert for every trespass and perceive everything as an insult. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about seeing everything as it is objectively without creating a story about it. See, we not only lie to ourselves, we tell ourselves story about our experiences that aren't true. These stories can either hurt us or harm us. And the story that I was telling myself was that he loved me way too much to do such a thing. Our relationship was way too important and precious to him. And that belief overrode the evidence of my intuition and my eyes. If I were to awake and practice radical honesty with myself, I would have had a lot more questions earlier on. Radical honesty means taking ownership of your experience. If it's morning time and your honey's walking out the door saying I'm going to play ball with the guys after work, I'll be a little late tonight, and then later says, I didn't say that, you must be thinking about last week. Or, no, I said I was going to get my hair cut. Do you brush it off as a small thing? Most of us do. Most of us dismiss it and say, okay, it must have been mistaken. Because we know that we've made mistakes in the past. It's an easy thing to do, right? And the stakes seem so low, so why make a big deal out of it? This is the stuff I'm talking about. Now, I'm not advocating that you start nitpicking people and hold them to exact details. The point that I am making is that when you start doubting yourself, you might be preparing the dark room of secrets for another entry. Paying attention is another way to stay awake and aware. If you make a practice of feeling your feelings, talking about your experiences and validating your experiences, things don't have a reason to go into hiding. It's also easier for what's hiding there to pop out where you can see it. It's about building trust with yourself. If your inner self feels that you can handle the truth, you'll begin to see it in flashes of insight, in your dreams, in the songs on the radio. You'll just know. It's like a gut punch of truth serum. But you've got to be emotionally capable. After all, the reason why the thing is in shadow to begin with is that some part of you really felt that it would be too hard to handle. Making a commitment to know yourself and be yourself and then really honoring that commitment will bring things out of shadow. But let's say that we're total chickens and we want to let sleeping dogs lie. Guess what? Your shadow will creep up on you and look for any opening to hijack your dreams or disrupt your emotions anyway. Have you ever been in an argument and spoke a horrible truth that as soon as it's out of your mouth you wish you could unsay it? That's your shadow. A part of you really meant that. I know most people say they don't mean it, apologize, and wish they could take it back, but I'm urging you to look at it. It's speaking of fear, a truth. Have you seen one of Monster Calls? A Monster Calls? What's the name of A Monster Calls? I think it's called A Monster Calls. It's one of my favorite movies. I won't ruin the punchline, but that happens in the movie. Someone speaks a horrible truth, and... What's in shadow bursts into the light of day and the healing process begins. That's why there's so much energy behind our shadow cells. They wanna come out, be recognized and accepted so that we can be whole. We can't really love ourselves if we're denying the ugly parts. We all have ugly parts. Trauma triggers are another way that our shadow comes out. Invalidation is a common trigger for all of us. I was triggered once by watching this video I wasn't even face-to-face with the speaker. This was a rebroadcast of her talking, and I was feeling really funky. I just wanted to push her away, and I had such a strong reaction to her that I was on high alert that something was triggered. So let me pause for a second and help you understand what a trigger is so that you can know when you're being triggered. So a trigger is any event that evokes an emotional reaction that's bigger than the situation calls for from someone who is in a healthy, balanced state. If you grew up in a family that's loud, argues, and calls each other's names, you may not realize that this is abusive behavior, hence the qualification of what a healthy response (laughs) looks like. So had I been objective and centered, her words would have had no emotional impact on me at all. I may have disagreed or not liked something about her, her clothes, something she said, but I wouldn't have been bothered by it. So a trigger is different from simply not agreeing or not liking something. It's bigger than that. But it might also look like erupting in anger, shutting down, leaving, becoming really sweet and nice so that someone will be easier to be around. These are all fight, flight, flee, or fawn responses that happen when we're in a state of high emotion. These are giant red flags that something's in shadow that has poked the bear, meaning you. So... When I was watching that video, the speaker wasn't saying anything provocative, but my sense was that she was talking down to me and that left me feeling invalidated. So the thing that's in shadow is gonna be something around that, not feeling appreciated, seen, or maybe good enough. It has nothing to do with her. She, she wasn't even live. It's always gonna be about the person who's being triggered, so in this case, me. So are you getting the idea that what's in shadow really isn't hiding all that well? It's not. You've heard me say a million times that the body tells the truth. We all carry the truth of our stories in our bodies. If you walk with your chest caved in, that's a protective posture. It's easy to see that you don't feel confident. You're shrinking and you don't want to be seen. Something happened to create that posture and belief. So getting that out in the open and releasing it can dramatically change the way your body functions in seconds. This happened to me twice. Well, more than that, actually. But I once did some rolfing just for the experience of it. So I didn't have any expectations, wasn't going in there looking for anything, either to get rid of anything or for anything to happen. But the rolfer told me that my shoulders were not moving freely. Now, I've known most of my life that I had really poor upper body strength. I'm like a little T-Rex with these itty bitty arms. that can't do a whole lot and it has inhibited my abilities to swim well, surf, and lift weights. Well, the rover did something miraculous and freed up my whole upper body, and I was able to move with a lot more ease, breathe better, and lift more. I have no idea what created that stuck pattern. Sometimes it's like uh, the the process of being born. Uh, It could be anything. And sometimes when you're releasing it, something clicks and you figure it out, but I never got that story, and it doesn't matter. Sometimes we never do. All I know is that something was in my body and now it's not. We can carry things that we aren't aware that we're carrying because we've had them so long that they just seem normal. It's a part of us. Another time I was in a training and we were practicing a technique on each other and I didn't go there searching for something to release. It wasn't looking for, you know, I wasn't looking for something in shadow. We were just following the lead of the body and again, something released and it changed the way that I stand. It sounds kind of funny, but I used to walk with my shoulders pulled forward, so when I was standing, my arms didn't hang at my side. They were always a little in front. And after doing this energy release, they now hang at my sides naturally. So when I say we all carry emotions in our bodies, this is what I mean. It unpacks the way we move, sit, breathe, and function in the world. If you're trained in the language of the body, you can look at somebody and see their life story and their structure. The body can tell when an emotional or physical injury occurred. It can say whether a man or woman hurt you, or masculine or feminine energy, so a masculine female or feminine man. It shows how that impacted you, and by that I mean you responded in anger, you're being small, you're not showing up, that kind of thing. And this is another reason why I say that everything is knowable, nothing is secret, if nothing is destroyed, just transformed, the energy or truth that you seek to hide is just moved to another form. It's out there. You just have to know where to look for it to see it. To we're physical creatures. Our bodies aren't incidental. We're not meat wagons. They're just a part of us. And if you aren't in touch with your body, it's like flying blind or being deaf. You're living in a greatly diminished capacity. To our energetic creatures, too. Emotions are energy and that is experienced through the body, so healing it energetically is possible. Sound can heal like this, so can breath work. There are many ways to release stuck energy forever. Fall is the season for dying and letting go. My opinion is that if you aren't learning how your body works, how to take care of it, how to release it, you're doing yourself a disservice. We're physical beings and for as long as you're here, that's part of you. It's an expression of your inner self. If you ignore it and dissociate from it, you're not going to have a full experience of life. And you're probably not going to be all that healthy either. So shadow work is a way to get to know your whole self. Becoming conscious to the self awakens the entire universe. So there's nothing better to do with your time than that. And I mean this for the self and the whole. We're all part of the whole, and as within, so without. So as I straighten and clean myself up, everything outside of me changes too. One of the most awesome things I've ever heard about myself is, you're living in a different experience. I took that as a compliment, and people who have worked with me a while begin to pick that up. They see the world differently. They ask different questions. They respond more honestly to life because they're having a more conscious experience. Last week, a client and I were speaking about a problem she was having. Here we are in a sunny afternoon, I'm sitting at my computer, looking at her through the screen and she says, you know, I know what skills you're gonna tell me to use. I know it's been a great help to me in the past and I'm just not willing to do that in this instance. And I'm thinking, wow, this is really honest and amazing because willingness is one of the key things that you're going to need if you're gonna go anywhere but particularly if you're going to do shadow work. Now this might sound a little strange to applaud that statement from her, given that she was offering me a conscious roadblock, but it wasn't. She was never stuck. She knew exactly where she was, and she was choosing to be there. And I didn't have to dig around for anything. We didn't have to ask her body, her anything. Her mind, body, and spirit were pretty close to being in alignment. So all I had to do was reframe the situation and turn it to help her see things differently, and she, she switches right back into being willing to move forward with things as they are. So if you're not seeking to reveal your shadow, you're choosing unconsciousness, plain and simple, and you can't have a vibrant, authentic life from there. Life's not all sugar and spice. There are parts that are not nice, hard, painful, and unfair, but it can be brutal. And all that means is that we accept both sides of the coin. We can't have a front without a back. We can't have a light without a dark. And consciousness is choosing to engage with both as they are. So I mentioned this non-traumatic shadow thing. Now remember that what's in shadow is something that we're simply not aware of. It doesn't have to have been a painful memory, but since these are things that are driving our unconscious bus, it helps to be aware of them if they're creating behavior patterns that aren't what we want, so we can release the energy behind them. Now, one of my non-traumatic shadows resulted in a behavior pattern of uh, not sure what to call it. It wasn't exactly invisibility, but maybe something more like being overlooked or unapplauded. Uh, That feels more right unsung. What actually happened was, I think it was last week, uh, I said that people don't listen to me. I'm like Cassandra. I say something and then some time passes and then they tell me about this wonderful thing that they just discovered because someone else said it. That's cool. That happens. But this was happening a lot. So I said it in my podcast and was tempted to delete it. But then I said, you know what? It's my truth in this moment. So I'm going to leave it in. But it bothered me because it sounded like a pity party or blaming or weakness. So I leaned into it. And the first thing I do is take responsibility for things that aren't to my liking. I may not have created the problem, but if I take responsibility, I have the power to do something. And that's far preferable to being a sitting duck. So the obvious thing would to become a better speaker, right? Communication happens when the intended message is received. So I have control over what and how I'm sending my message, right? So I can change that so it's clear and more impactful, right? So box checked. It's in the process of improving, but that ball is rolling. Now, I'm not naive enough to think that it's simply a skill issue, although it could be. But just to be sure, I checked in with myself to see, and sure enough, bingo. There's lots of memories of being unsung. It's not just with speaking. And where did that get started? Well, guess what? It was taught, of course, right? When I was a kid, I was taught not to stand out, to be humble. Don't let your accomplishments go to your head and that kind of thing so i was a pretty dynamite kid i got to do a lot of things that other kids didn't have the opportunity to do and to fit in i chose to downplay all this and be a regular guy not to say that i'm not a regular gal but you can see how this might contribute to being unsung right none of what i was taught or chose to do was a bad thing in fact it's a pro-social thing the more we stand out get on a pedestal, or climb our way to the top, the more distance we put between ourselves and other people. It disconnects us. And yet, there's always an and. And this one is that being appreciated or seen doesn't have to mean that you can't be connected to. So use everything at your disposal to see your whole self. See how both the positive and undesirable things created the person who you are now. There's a beautiful line in the movie, What's Eating Gilbert Grape? So Becky is a girl who's traveling through this small town with her grandmother. I think it's her grandmother. And there are fee breaks down. She meets some of the local people, and one of them, Gilbert, takes her to meet his mother, who is an obese shut-in, who was used to being laughed at. So Mom's ashamed of herself. She's sitting there with her head hanging down. And the first thing Mom says to Becky is, I wasn't always like this. Becky... Being wise and a conscious girl that she is responds, I wasn't always like this. None of us were always like this. We can change if we're willing. We will change whether we want to or not. That's just the nature of life. At the very least, we'll get older, but if you want to grow in the conscious direction and on the path of your choosing, you have to become aware of your shadow. Some say that our shadow stays with us forever. The nature of life is that light and darkness are always balanced. And what that means for me is that I will always have the capacity for anger, jealousy, hurt, hate, lust, shame, and all the things we don't want to encourage in a person. But that doesn't mean I have to choose it. The more light that I shine into those dark corners, the more that life becomes a choice. So those hurt parts of myself can be healed. And the negative things can be things that just happen, that hold no negative charge. In today's podcast, I've given you lots of ways to see what's in your shadow. If you want a more guided approach and wanna become one of those people who are having a different experience, I invite you to enjoy my online community where you can begin to cultivate that. That's at letitgonow.org. I also offer breakthrough sessions where you can knock those shadow parts out pretty quickly, even if you don't know what they are. And you can find out more about that at larajiles.org. Thanks for joining me. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you get an alert when the next one drops. Happy Halloween, guys. See you next week.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help the podcast thrive, please share it with others post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Laura Giles, you can follow her on all her socials at LauraGiles804. See you next time.